0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Bottom Sprocket. This is episode six, and today we are talking beginner maintenance tips. Uh, We are starting to get into the riding season. It's time for you to uh, decrustify that motorcycle that's been sitting in your garage for a few months. And if this is your first time picking up a wrench uh, with your motorcycle, we've got a handful of nice tips for you. Uh, I've got a few that I've learned. I'm sure you've got some nice horror stories, too. Always, Uh, Josh, I know you have just been working on Carby bikes since you started riding. So I'm sure you have plenty of insight there. Uh, And then we're going to do a little bit more rating of Discord Boy Motorcycles. Next week, we will be returning to the meme contest. And we'll have more details on that later in the show. With all that being said, let's dive on in. That was a good intro. Right, man. Yeah, good a good intro
1: man. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: almost like after six episodes, we're starting to figure this out. Yeah, it feels good. All right. So, uh, maintenance tips for beginners. I feel like there's a handful of things that you could look at for like tools to buy, things to do. Um places to start and knowing when to call it. So my first tip that I would recommend is have a decent set of tools. You don't need to run out and buy the fanciest thing in the world. Um, I was, I was actually, I mentioned this in the Q and a portion of the video that went live a couple of days ago. Um, you can get for a hundred dollars from Craftsman at Lowe's a really nice mechanics toolkit. It's got Mm -hmm. most of the stuff that you'll need to get started. The only thing I looked at it, the only thing that wasn't in there was a set of um, Allen keys that are three-eighths ratchet adaptable. That's not in there. So you would just run over to Harbor Freight Tools and pick one up for $10. So $110 and you have a great, great toolkit. And that is going to save you so much time and headache because if you're using... Like crappy tools, like you get it, like Target, they're gonna fall apart. They're not gonna sit right on the um, on the bolts and stuff that you're trying to take out. You'll strip bolts out. They might break on you. I actually had a ratchet break that nice. came out of a uh, Target toolkit one time. Um, they're just they're not designed. I
2: want to know work. why you had a Target toolkit
0: because it was broke and I didn't have anything to. <laughs> I
2: I feel like stuff like it like that at Target is way more expensive.
0: I, I mean well, maybe it was just
2: by proxy. It, and... it was
0: literally just like a little toolkit that big Fun. and it had like five tools in it.
2: Fun fact my toolkit that was that size came from a meth addict who broke into my Jeep and left it there. <laughs> I, I still have tool. it because <laughs> that guy.
0: That's like reverse crime at yeah, that point. Well, you I, broke in and left stuff in your car. He
2: was in my Jeep, <laughs> and I'm like, um, excuse me. He's like, what? I'm looking for something. I left it in here and I was like, yeah, you got to go, my guy. And then he left it, and I was like, oh, I'll keep it.
0: <laughs> the, the meth Easter bunny.
2: Yeah, exactly. He paid
0: um, you for it? Dang. <laughs> I think that uh, after having some nice tools, the one thing I would recommend is don't use power tools with the exception of the auto ratcheting wrench that I have
2: now. Ooh.
0: I bought for a hundred bucks. It's So you're now you're at $210. Uh, an auto ratcheting wrench that's up to 40 foot pounds of torque that it can take. Um, It's so good for pulling bolts out of a bike.
2: Okay. I don't think I've ever seen one of these or used one.
0: It's awesome. Yeah. So how does it work? You just, you put your, uh, you put a little battery in it. It's got, it's
2: got a little battery.
0: It comes with two batteries. And they charge up in like, yeah, they charge up in like an hour Um, really, really fast. And they last a long time. And it's got one of those like multi-stage triggers. So it can go slow and it can go fast. Mm -hmm. And then it literally just ratchets Mm -hmm. for you. Whoa. So you don't even have to turn the ratchet anymore. It's the future. It's the future. Uh, I was using it on the van when I was first taking all the engine shit apart because my buddy has one. And then I was like, oh, I have to buy one. So I did. And that's awesome. But that... Yeah. It's, it's the greatest little thing. Um, it's, if you're looking for one, it's from, it's chemo on Amazon for like a hundred bucks and totally, totally worth it. Uh, beyond that, it's just like, do your maintenance regularly. Cause if you're not doing it, it like you're going to have a giant job or you could do it a little bit all over the time, you know, a little bit of time.
2: I've known so many people, so many new writers who just Bring it to the shop immediately because they feel like they're not worthy of attempting to try. Mm-hmm. Please, for the love of God, just try because you're not going to get your bike back for a long time. They're going to butt you. You, you. you bring it when you need something that is out of your wheelhouse, but yeah, not like, for like oil and f- spark plugs and air filter. And
0: that's all stuff that you could just find a YouTube video for.
2: Yeah. You can and do it.
1: I've done I've done so much maintenance and every time I do an oil change, when I go out riding afterwards for the first two or three times, I'm still thinking I fucked it up. I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. "Oh my <laughs> gosh, I overfilled it. There's too much oil in there." Or, "Oh, there's not enough oil in there." I have so much self-doubt when I when, when I have to fill fluids up specifically. That's it, why I did not want to like, do my fork tubes cuz I have to be like
2: Every time I do my my change out my brake fluid, I'm like, "Oh, I'm so far Oh, my God. it's just like what yes. it's just it's fine.' It's, yes. it's, so easy. It's so easy, but i I feel that way. It's like the first ride after I do that. I'm like, oh God, but it's it's never nothing's ever happened.
0: So what is your tip, Whitney, for beginners? My,
2: my tip is do not be afraid. Um, fear is the mind killer. Yes. I really want to motivate people. women like I'm always commenting on um, women's groups too, like, do you want me to come over? Do you want me to help you? Like don't, because it can freak people out and rightfully so. Oh yeah. Um, you feel like you could screw something up and you just spent all this money on this bike or you have no experience doing it, but I assure you like it's the, the basic maintenance stuff is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And you did the valves on the Ural, right? Like doing valves on the Beamer. It's easy.
0: Yeah. It was shockingly easy. Actually. Right. That was my first valve job. And the process was really, really simple. Um, admittedly, they only needed to be tightened, so I didn't know what hat. Like, if you had to shim it or whatever, that might be a little bit more complicated. But uh, everything on the um, on the Ural was just crazy simple. It took me like twenty minutes,
2: I think. Yeah, there's so much on YouTube. Or like I was saying in a previous episode, when I went to ride now, the BMW department was like, "Look, don't." bring your bike to us it's yeah. so they were very motivating to be like dude this is easy everything's exposed and they've printed out stuff from their i don't know what is that the master
0: the shop manual, the
2: shop you know crazy thing and um that was just super helpful and empowering and then you get it done and you don't have to wait or wait for your bike to come in or
0: that is really cool that they just gave you the shop manual stuff. Yeah, I Usually hope I'm not getting in trouble like,
2: for saying that, but
0: they're they're very they're very protective of the shop manuals because then they're uh like that's literally the keys to their maintenance kingdom.
2: Yeah, they've been like, oh wait, you need look at page six, okay? There's this you know one thing, and I was like, yeah, it's like sacred knowledge. Like, give that to me. Yeah, I enjoy that. Older bikes, man. Though I don't know that stuff can get real hairy real quick. But I was owning 60s and 70s motorcycles. Mm -hmm. And then it's like you're hunting for parts in all the wrong places in Baltimore alone. (laughs) You know, it's like.
0: That's bad. That's because back in the day, we actually didn't really know how to make a good motorcycle yet. Like that's really. What do you mean
2: by that? I feel like there's plenty of good bikes.
0: There are. There are some. So when I say a good bike, I'm talking about one where you don't have to like tear the whole thing apart. Every time you want to do something on Mm. it, you know, uh, and I'm sure Josh can attest to this fact doing anything on the, uh, your GS 1100 is just a giant pain in the dick. You had to go all the way down to the uh, base gasket one time, if I remember correctly on that thing. And yeah, no, sorry.
1: I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead.
0: It's just like from, from my experience, it's just because that stuff is, it's older it's not built to modern standards so you have to you have to go back and replace that a lot more often um metallurgy is worse so parts wear out faster Mm. um really in like the late 80s to the early 90s we were getting good and then like early 2000s we figured it out
2: oh all right interesting
0: yeah
1: yeah, you read through like a really old manual and they have so many different descriptions to be able to determine the condition of the metal and things mm-hmm. that you have to know to look for for pitting or rusting or discoloration or where like whatever it is, it can be affected in so many ways because it's not made as well. I saw a post recently about a uh, 2022 or 2023 two stroke that was tore down after being run for like 150 miles or something like that with no oil or anything at all on it and it was in really good shape there were a couple gears grinded but other than that it was like everything went back in the bike except for two gears i think in the transmission no oil for ran forever uh and they just make yeah i totally agree with you they're getting really really good at making these bikes
2: would you work on a yamaha
0: Depends. A triple? A triple?
2: No, or would you? When when the XSR started reaching 32,000 miles and there were some things that I knew were coming up, I was a little hesitant. I don't really have a reason why. But I think because it's got like that modern aspect to it versus like the R9T, it's all there and it there's no bells or whistles to f with.
0: On the old one, I probably would have done it. On the new one, I'm not sure.
2: Mm.
0: And I don't know why. I just don't think the mo- the modern one has a lot of extra stuff on top of yeah. it. So, I,
1: I'd open it up to check valves. I think check valves just taking the the cover off and putting a shim in there and check valves, I feel comfortable. <laughs> At the point right. where I've to start opening the engine fully up, that would scare me a
2: lot. Now, if I had time and means and money, I'd love to do that. Mm-hmm. I'd love to tear it up, make it super clean. I feel like that would be really cathartic. But none of us have a ton of time or all the tools or the, you know, yeah,
1: that's a good point. Um, so maybe the the conditions around when you do your maintenance, uh, really matter a lot the conditions of, is it your only motorcycle? Are you doing it for fun in a hobby? As I kind of have, it's just been like, I don't really need to ride this bike. Right. I have other ones to ride. So it's fun Phoenix to computer. let things sit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But if it was my only bike and it was a really modern bike and, uh, yeah, then maybe it does make more sense to just get it pull the bandaid, get it done one day really quickly at the dealership and be done with it. Cause I've gotten stuck on bolts that turn projects into two day projects.
0: You know? Yeah. Oh man. Like have you, worst. have you snapped a bolt off uh, the, the, have you sheared the head of a bolt off in the thread?
1: Absolutely. And, and the
0: biggest That's thing is so
2: that
1: you fun. just do something that you don't then have the time or, or the tools uh to to handle you're not prepared for it and that's like a great thing for learning because every time you come up against one of those situations you go you figure out what tool do i need to go get to fix this how you know what do i need to do to repair the damage that i've done and you learn a ton but if you can't you know let the bike sit for another day or two then you might be in for a really bad time
0: one of those situations uh it's handy because i know a whole bunch of dudes who do all kinds of crazy so my buddy JB is a really good welder, and uh, when we were working on the van, I, we sheared off a couple of the exhaust studs mm-hmm. inside because they're just super old and seized, and they didn't put any seize in it and all that stuff. But, uh, long story short, sheared bolts off inside, and we lost. There wasn't any nub sticking out, so we couldn't grab it. Oh. So uh, my buddy JB was able to build up a little bead of uh, slag. That just he was to able to it. just to oh, grip nice. it. And so he literally welded a tool to it and was able to turn it. Like that's awesome. That's that's a skill I wish I knew yes. I had. But that is that is so extra as to be. Let's like, all go
2: take welding classes. Come on, it'll be fun. We can we can film it. We can all start building stuff.
0: Does everyone call him JB Weld?
2: I was about no. to say, I'm like, does this I mean that's guy too perfect?
0: Yeah. That, that should be his his uh his new business is JB Welds. That would be amazing. <laughs> but uh, Josh, do you have any tips before we hand it off to the Discord boys? Um.
1: Yeah, I think use. I, I was trying to think about this earlier, and I think don't don't be put off by this, and that you feel that you need to do absolutely all your maintenance. It's, it's a, it's not a fine line of I do my maintenance versus I don't do my maintenance. I think give yourself three or four things that you're like, I'm going to do these things regularly for my bike. And beyond that, don't feel like you have to push it because it takes a lot of tools. And I feel like every time I wanted to do something, I'd start it and I'd go two hours later because I'm like, Oh, I don't have three tools and I have to figure
0: this out. So basically like setting a limit on like, for now, I'm just going to do this stuff. And then if I'm feeling comfortable, I'll step up to the next guy, right?
1: Yeah. If we're talking beginner tips, then, then absolutely. Yeah. Say I want to do uh, three, four or five basic things and get really good at them and make sure you're doing them right. Learn how to check that you've done it right as well. And the things to look out for to know if you haven't, if you forget to put an air filter in your bike, you need to figure out, you know, you've got way too much air flowing through it and it probably runs lean or whatever you you Mm -hmm. figure those things out and do them really well and then just kind of add to your tool belt uh because i tried to do everything and i tried to repair bikes before i even tried (laughs) to do maintenance on bikes um and and that's a that's a terrible way to go about it It makes you feel like you can't get anything done
2: yeah but the small the
1: small wins spur you on to do so much more uh, to, get, to get to get to the point where you want to you want to fabricate stuff you want to weld and you want to build things because you know your projects up till now have been successful
0: that's one thing i would recommend just building off of that is to not buy a project bike oh to start with no, make no, sure that no, you're no. just you're starting to work on a motorcycle that already works like if you're going to change the chain for the first time make sure you can go out and ride it when it's done
2: i wish somebody would have told me that Whitney, what's wrong with you? Why are you an idiot? And they're like, oh, I don't know. It looks cool. And they're like, you're an idiot. i I'd am like, okay, just buy this. It just would have saved me. I learned a lot, though. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you're never going to go right, especially if you live in Minnesota. The yeah. end.
0: But with that being said, let's dive on in. We've got a handful of Discord tips. So let's see what they have to say. Starting off with the Lava Melon. Uh... Uh, the lava melon. My beginner tip is get a service manual. Whether it has to be purchasing it through official channels or less than savory means, it's easy. It's easily in the top three best things I've bought when working on my bike. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Um, I would recommend not getting the Haynes manual. Haynes manuals are nice, but the shop manual, the actual service manual, has everything in it. I had the Haynes for my DRZ, and it was okay, but uh, some of the torque specs weren't in there.
2: That's so, annoying.
0: Yeah. It was, it was really irritating. Um, yeah,
1: I've noticed on the more curated books, there are certain like expectations of things that they just assume you already know. Uh, and if you're starting from the beginning, the dealership doesn't do that because they don't want to be liable for you not doing something right.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, um, so if you're trying to find your bike's service manual, uh, you're going to find it on a forum. So you're never, you're never going to be able to Google it and it's just going to show up and you're going to download it. You're going to have to dig through some forums and sometimes you may have to pay a couple of bucks. Uh, Be real careful about the payment. Usually they should be free. um, If you go through the forums, because people are sick and tired of having to hunt them down. They're always big, long forum threads threads. So keep an eye out for those. Um, next up we've got Bo. beginner tip don't turn on your bike to clean the chain sounds great who does bad.
2: That? <laughs> do oh, people do God. that
0: yes yes yeah. so i was literally on a ride with a guy who had done that a couple of days before um he he showed up at the lunch spot and all of his fingers had been sewn back on no yeah um. The 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 if you if you are lucky, you'll break your fingers. If you're unlucky, you'll lose them. If you're like mega unlucky, you'll lose your arm.
2: Oh my god!
0: Do not
2: because because people are just like oh I'll just I'll just feather it like oh it'll just or they'll just be... they'll pop
0: it in gear and it oh, just kind of idles no, forward. No, 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 no. You need to. You, Even, even without the engine turning, it can, a chain can you up. Yeah. It's so, they're so dangerous and it drives me nuts when people say that. That's a great tip.
1: What if you're just going to spray it? I'm just going to play devil's advocate. Okay. What if you're just spraying, you know, so you're spraying a cleaner and then you're spraying a lubricant or you're on the trail and you're just spraying a lubricant. I, th- I think I want to make the distinction. If you're putting your hands or a rag or something on the chain to remove stuff, don't have the bike on. You're gonna I would
0: I would never put your, turn your bike on and put it in gear while it's on the center stand. Just because I'd be nervous of it hopping off the center stand and then walking <laughs> away.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, Josh, wait, what are you talking about?
0: So like, like if uh, you're on a
2: trail and you need to like, you just start noticing that it's and you got to spray some lubricant on it?
1: Yeah, I no, I don't think it's as much of a thing with modern chains. Modern chains are super duper good. But I know I've seen a video once where, and it looked so cool, where a dude like pulled a can out of his backpack, reached around <laughs> and like the wheel was spinning and like sprayed it clean and then sprayed lubricant on it. It was probably an ad for somebody. Um, but I was like, okay, well he didn't touch it. Maybe that can be okay. And I've also seen those big, uh, spray guards now they're always running Instagram ads. Um, I've never ha- gotten one, but it seems like if you had one of those on, then you could spray pretty liberally and not really have to touch it too much. I hate cleaning my chain It's one of the biggest <laughs> things
0: that annoys me. It's so tedious.
1: Um, but yeah, I don't know
0: uh expecto delito my number one maintenance tip youtube no matter what you want to do somebody has done it and recorded it for you yes.
2: yes
0: oh my god youtube university is one of the best things that's happened to motorcyclists ever are
2: you about to start dipping some toes in some uh, sweet sweet maintenance content
0: yes yeah assuming that the house thing happens and i uh the first thing i'm going to do is i'm going to buy two more of those lights or Two big box lights that I can just fill the garage with light. I'm going to get a stand and then I'm going to do, you know, quick maintenance you tip get videos that bomb and stuff. the mass
2: epoxy floor. It's going to be the <sighs> sexiest garage this side of Manor.
0: Epoxy <sighs> garages are so f- expensive. Like, smelling a garage. But floor I just want
2: to dream. Let a, let a man dream. All right.
0: <laughs> At least paint it.
1: You know, do it the poor man's way. Just get some paint on there. Yeah, or you <laughs> paint could paint. Paint
2: would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want it to be nice. I'm sure it's a bitch if you drop something though, unless I mean, it was red.
0: Is your garage uh, epoxy? This, no, it feels it's really smooth. So
2: it's just good old fashioned cement.
0: Mm. At that old American cement, oh, it's yeah. glossy and stuff. So maybe if you spilled some oil in here, it wouldn't go through the surface layer. But uh, yeah, the I. It would be really cool to do all of that uh in the new garage and that's the plan got to make the house thing happen first
1: that's a that's a good point though if we're talking maintenance where you do your maintenance do you give people a pass if they are doing it on the side of the road or even in an apartment complex kind of stuff i mean you you work pretty hard to have a whole van now that has Mm -hmm. kind of changed your maintenance routine but i've done so many of those maintenance days where I'm running tools up and down stairs and every time I need something else, I've got to go back inside and it's, (laughs) it's a pain. Uh, It can be done. I'd like to say it definitely can be done. And you can organize your tools in a way where within one carry you can fit most of your stuff, but it makes it so much easier if you can just turn around and grab a tool you didn't think you needed when you started the project.
0: Yeah. I used to work on the roof of my garage uh at my current place but now that i have the van i can actually i i have the van parked next to an outlet so i can set the lights up in the garage and uh it's usually cooler it's quieter um yes
2: i was begging you to use my garage when i saw you on your roof i was like dude here's the code come over whenever you want
0: yeah and with the van i can literally just slide the door open and all of my tools are there yeah
2: um, oh I just worry awesome. about your your thieves, thieving.
0: Nobody they has made your, it inside the van yet.
2: They took your catalytic converter. They took all your crap. <laughs>
0: Literal, literally, they in theory they could uh, bust one of the windows and get in there. Um, oh. but uh, right now nobody's actually gotten in the van. It's really hard to see that there's anything in there because it do, a it doesn't have any um, it doesn't have any stickers or livery on the side, so it doesn't look like a work Looks van. Looks
2: like yeah, this is full it's just of
0: a it's just some what? meth head van, uh, and the windows are so heavily tinted that you can't look through it. Nice. They're they're like crazy tinted, um, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's definitely nice to have a spot for all your tools. So important. Or just be the soldier that, you know, be the best you can be and just do it wherever you can. I know Ari, uh used to do that with his bike when he was work, living out of an apartment. He was just doing it in a parking spot. So the job can get done. Quips and Guac, beginner bike tip. If you have a sport bike or a naked bike, the best maintenance tip is a very underrated mod you can get fixed spacers that fit your wheel. Get them. Taking a rear wheel off is easy, but putting them back on and having the spacers come off as you're trying to put it back in is a pain in the rear. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm sure, Josh, you're super familiar with this. Have you tried to fit up a bunch of tires to your bikes? Yeah. No. It's such a pain in the ass. Yes. It's So what he's talking about, are the little spacers that are, uh, between your, uh, uh, swing arm and the actual wheel itself. And they, they basically make sure that it's in the middle of the bike because your, your swing arm is never actually perfectly uniform. Mm. So there's these little spacers in there and you have to fit them inside the wheel and then set the wheel inside Mm. the swing arm and then put the axle through. So yeah if you could get fixed spacers so that they just always there that would be really cool. I actually didn't know that those were a thing.
2: oh yeah I'd never heard of that
0: yeah same here I uh, definitely want some It is such a pain because even when you th-
1: especially when you're doing it by yourself I think that's the biggest thing yes. <laughs> a lot of times you're doing this by yourself and you've got the wheel like on your foot so you can try and lift it up and get the axle lined up and then you knock a spacer out uh,
0: let me let me let me do a Google up. here fixed fixed. Motorcycle wheel spacers. Let's see if these are like because I've I've literally never heard of them. So CNC, this is from racingproducts.com. Fixed captive wheel spacers for Prillius, BMW, Honda, Cowie's. So for all the like the super sports, that's cool. Um that would be sure. super duper handy heck yeah and they're and they're um angled so they're not totally straight so that literally will just slide into place i remember awesome. having
2: huge issues getting my rear xsr tire on and i kept thinking it was what's the rubber padding underneath there so
0: there's the bushings that are mm-hmm. in the um
2: it's like under when you
0: under the sprocket yeah yeah, the, those are uh cush drive.
2: Cush drive. I kept thinking it was a cush drive, and it was so wonky, and I kept adjusting it, and they were w- lined up on both sides. I gave up, brought it to a shop in town, and they were like, What the fuck is going on? And I'm like, I don't know. And I wonder if that would have would have helped solve the alignment issue for the rear. Because that's kind of what it's helping do, right? It's
0: this is so the cush drive would be behind this guy.
2: No, I know, but we, I just thought it was the cush drive because it was like it wouldn't f-ing align properly.
0: Mm. I have
1: run a bike on the road with spacers on the either wrong side or wrong direction. You know, <laughs> if you get them flipped around the wrong way and you've got your wheel off center a little bit, I know I've definitely had a buddy who looked at a wheel and was like, "What the heck did you do? <laughs> that does not look right at all."
0: <laughs> I gotta uh, imagine it felt really funny. Yeah.
1: Well,
2: Josh, are you only if, frozen he, oh, on if your you room? know
1: better um yeah i'm frozen on my end frozen on your end oh yeah,
2: yeah. people have been calling you elta <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's because i it's because i talked about the gopro being so good yeah, oh, yeah. dude
0: we've just been we've been playing through
2: <laughs> we'll put different disguises on you in post
0: yup uh china shite bike boy a couple motorcycle maintenance tips that i can think of is first to invest in decent set of hand tools uh t-bar uh handle Allen's are a great choice. Those are great tools and you can get them. I have a set from Harbor Freight, which is awesome. Uh, Second tip is that if you have a problem, you can't figure out on your own, join an online forum for your motorcycle. Forums, I find that usually you end up finding the answer on like old threads. They're usually not super active from what I can tell
2: yeah it's like it's like uh it, old internet lore like, yeah. like like i feel like i found a good one when it was answered in 03 you know yeah. like you're like oh yeah this is the this is the answer with 420 up likes
0: i gotta imagine going through forums is just like you you've become the forum ninja going through all your problems with the gs and the uh, old um svs right
1: i don't know i don't really like forums honestly i don't like reading through them and
2: i feel like forums are a car world thing too like people i know who are crossovers that like cars and motorcycles mm -hmm. there's a lot of really good car forums yeah yeah
1: if it's big enough i'm sure it'll get distilled down to the good stuff and you can find that but i'm a big um maybe i've just been lucky but i think you gotta find people with this information who you can trust the information is out there. There's a lot of people who know this stuff and know how to work on bikes. And like, like you have your buddy Don. I, I had my buddy Will when I lived in Austin, uh, who I could call and pretty much knew how to solve any of those problems. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's somebody at a shop who you befriend or just uh, you know ask additional questions to. I, yeah, the information is out there. Um, And yes, YouTube is catching up and more and more videos are becoming available, especially if you've got a bike that's a little bit older, but I don't know, forums kind of annoy me more than (laughs) I I never feel like it's a really positive experience. And and what ends up happening for me is I read the forum, I, I see someone explain the exact problem that I'm experiencing, I go and implement the changes that they say fix theirs and it doesn't work so then i continue reading down further into the <laughs> forum and then find someone else's answer that solves the problem that they're experiencing and then i go and try that fix uh, and i don't know it's it's not a great diagnostic tool for me maybe if it's specifically instructions on how to get something done the right way um diagnostics though it drives me up a wall
0: i feel like the best tip is buy your local mechanic a beer or <laughs> best a case. friends with him yeah that's that's going to get that's going to get you so far in life. Uh let's move on to full metal corgi. You do not need expensive tools. Harbor Freight sockets and wrenches work just fine for 99.99% of what most people will do.
2: Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Totally spend spend your money on good torque wrenches, I think.
2: What's but. that tool carrier that motivation started carrying like with the blue they started carrying like that? and moto gp they're called beta, beta. yeah beta. Beta tools. i know but yeah. wouldn't it be nice if, <laughs> so you know for us who just ride on the street sometimes and dick around
0: when i was uh when i was working on projects and i used to go over to motivation nate would hand me a couple of beta tools just to hold yeah just it, to, and, like no he would like give them to us because he's like this is going to come in really handy when you're working on this part mm. And I've used a couple of beta tools and I actually have a set of beta screwdrivers because I got them in a box.
2: That do you notice a big difference or do they do the same? I mean, they're <laughs> screwdrivers. I, I'm always looking at like the ones that are up on the wall, you know, like the yeah. ones that you don't need.
0: Like they're good, but I don't know. You can break a beta tool just as bad as you can break <laughs> anything else, so.
1: There's levels to it. You don't need expensive tools, but you do need the right tool for the job. If you're going yeah. in there and trying to remove Phillips head screws with a super narrow, tiny, like not number two, number three, you know, Phillips head screwdriver, you're gonna strip them, and you're gonna, you know, cause yourself to have a much worse time than you need. Because uh, yeah. like I got all my tools hand me down. I think when I when I was moving out, I had like a box, and my dad just like filled it up with all of his spares, oh, basically broken so ones. Nice. i mean but i always felt like i was like oh i have tools i don't need to go buy a toolkit and it wasn't until i was older that i was like okay i'm gonna actually buy a tool kit that is organized and i know where everything is before it's just a a big jumbled bag of tools and it got the job done but yeah it's it's like oh i don't have the tool okay i'm gonna go to AutoZone. and i'll get one (laughs) you Every every project i did
0: yeah it's it's nice to have um it's nice to have a wide variety like i have 12 point and 6 point sockets i have all the different numbered um screwdriver heads uh that's really nice but you can usually get by with like your basic tools for most things as long as you're super careful with what you're doing i've used the wrong tool for the job and been okay a handful of times but i wouldn't recommend it Uh, diabetes man maintenance tip for new folks start all threaded things by hand before using a tool (laughs) oh my god yes this if i'd have known this this is why i used to be so anti-power tool um because people will just you know they'll grab their impact and bolt they they, they start it with a fucking impact And it's like, of course you tore the threads out. What did you think was going to happen? I always bottom a screw out by hand. Like, I'll go as finger tight as I can get it, and then I'll use a socket.
2: Yes, you are very anal about that. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Most screws are harder than the metal that they're going into when you're working on a motorcycle. Your frame, your engine, like those are softer metals than a lot of the nice bolts that are going in there. You will completely make your own new threads, and they'll be all cross-threaded with the original ones if you just start driving it in there.
0: And it's worth pointing out, too, that if you have a steel screw going into aluminum, it takes a lot less torque than you think to tear the threads out. yes. So just be super duper careful. Uh, most most screws are just bottom it out plus a nudge, and that's all you need. Abhijitem, <laughs> I, okay. Uh, beginner maintenance tip: I started working on my bike about six months into buying it. First things I got were a paddock stand, uh, spools, and a high quality paddock stand. Bulldog, Woodcraft brands like that. Dude,
2: I still don't have a goddamn stand for the R9T, and I it drives me nuts.
0: Do you have a center stand for it? No. I would just get a center stand. <laughs>
2: well, now it's now it's on the chopping block, so it doesn't matter. But I yeah. went well, it's it's new since 2018. So it's not like I'm like digging in there all that much. Everything I've done didn't need a center stand for.
0: Yeah, I mean, unless you're unless you're taking the wheels off, you don't need a no. you don't need a stand. So it won't go on a rear stand? Is it too wide or what's the it's problem? a
2: single sided swing arm oh, okay. and a funny little BMW back axle jammer.
1: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Have you ever done it with a like a car jack, two by four, and a car jack from the middle?
2: I've um, done that with the Husqvarna when the kickstand mm-hmm. flew off. It's like this is going <laughs> to sit on a car stand.
1: It'll get the job done, but it's <laughs> yeah, sketchy. No. I've taken I've taken a bike on a front stand and and oh. not like the the head stand like at the front of the, the bottom of the fork tubes and then a rear stand taking both wheels off run to cycle gear run back with new tires and then try and put them on and i'm like oh good the bike was still standing but a <laughs> strong gust of wind would have made that a whole lot worse
2: that is very brave of you because that was i was just thinking about doing that to get the flat fix but i was like it's just not worth almost tipping the bike you know if you're gonna throw it yeah. on you.
0: do you have the tool to get the rear wheel off
2: that's a good question i don't know
0: Because if you do, I've got a jack stand that'll work. You do? Mm -hmm.
2: Which jack stand do you have?
0: Uh, one of the the new one. Yeah, one of the Discord boys gave me that. That one will be perfect for it. Yeah. Uh, but with that, we have hit the end of our maintenance suggestions, and we are going to dive into roasting a couple of Discord bikes just for shits and giggles. So, uh, because we are also running up on time.
2: It goes by so quick, doesn't it? I know when
0: you're having fun. I will say that like lately, I've been I've been de-stressed a little bit. I've got my tax stuff sorted out. Your skin looks good.
2: You're looking you're looking a little bit more relaxed.
0: (laughs) So today is just all about having fun. So uh, diving in, we've got expecto delito. Oh, I I need to share.
2: He's got a new bike.
0: He gets a new bike like every few weeks. That's my kind of guy. He, He like he had the rocket for a while, and then he got bored, and now he's like, yeah, I have a GSA a 1250 yeah. gsa
2: the full mamma jamba
0: this Look at that this is the dad bike supreme um wow. and he's he's already got the like 150 dollar little uh windscreen thingamajig so that that little that's an add-on yeah that's an add-on and it caught co- it so it's a windscreen spoiler let me see if i can make it bigger uh I believe in you, Internet.
2: That that loaded like a straight up dial up. <laughs> you can only see half the boobs. You're like, come on, man. This is the best part.
1: Look at the Going top back to Web
0: 1.0, you can deliver pizza in that thing. That so top they case didn't make it a. Uh, they didn't right there. make
2: it long enough, so you got to get an attachment to.
0: So it just helps adjust where the wind goes over your head. That is so... some
2: serious riding. Yeah. I guess you don't want to be blasted when you're blasted in the helmet for long periods of time. That sucks, donkey dick.
0: It definitely does, and so that that little um that little screen doodad, it actually does good work. Um, That's a
2: sexy looking bike right there. Look at how fresh it is.
0: He's, I don't think he's even taking it off-road.
2: That's okay. We've accepted <laughs> that as
0: that's that. Yeah, that's I mean these are these t- are cafe bikes. The new the new version of the cafe bike, the GSA 1250. Uh, what is that? Lego oh, also, Fat Boy.
2: Uh, Full Metal says you have to do Nexes, so we're just gonna make sure that we.
0: Okay. Well, let me go find that one. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be in here somewhere. Ride Red, T Fitz. Uh, where is it? I'm scrolling past next, everybody next, trying to find it. Wait,
2: wait, wait. Did you just pass it? Yeah.
0: That's Gen Z Hyperweeb.
2: Isn't that not next? Is that not next? Next? Are you, or do they just have the same little anime lady? It's <laughs> like a. F- <laughs> grandma you guys got that little, <laughs> uh, the little anime lady uh, Same I, think little picture. I think this is
0: him yeah let's see yep that's next that's next, gotta that's him, next. Yeah. okay uh is this what i wait so that's a himalayan and a v-star dude stickers do not make you go faster bro god damn
2: this man puts <laughs> hot dogs in his i forget what he was eating but
0: that is so many anime stickers oh Vulcan oh, no. oh, does he have oh um, god, stickers
2: Vulcan. does he have bumper stickers on the swing arm like that other guy?
0: oh my god
2: <laughs> I'll never forget that leave that guy alone it's like it's just for you
0: they were the cringiest stickers I've <laughs> ever
2: seen lost.
1: oh yeah oh, yeah wasn't there a ride fast don't die too
0: I think on one side there was ride fast don't die um okay. Wow. The Vulcan 650.
2: All right, let it all out. Come on, take a deep breath.
0: I don't think it's as bad as a Versus 650, but it is the most boring and plain cruiser I've ever seen. And no matter how many anime stickers you put on it, you're not gonna make it interesting.
2: Oh sorry,
0: buddy. I'm sorry. Uh the uh Himalayan, though, I I do really like the Himalayan. Um
2: so are these all of his bikes or are these iterations like this is his oldest bike this is his new bike i I think they're all
0: his i know that i know that every time he tries to start the v star 1100 it catches on fire
2: oh that's nice yeah why does it do that
0: because i think he broke it or he bought it broken for real cheap something like that
2: the man has a monster can on his exhaust his magic toaster that's i was like what is that
0: Oh yeah! Look at that! There it is. Wow. Let me see if that's I can make beautiful. it bigger so we can see it. Wow. Mhm. Wow. Oh, he even heat wrapped the exhaust. That's so cute. It's not gonna make it cool though.
2: Wow, that's a piece right there. <laughs> you should uh, make that emoji in your uh, Discord.
0: That's brutal, dude. Th- th- like, <laughs> I. Mm. Does that? If you're having like, fun, th- that's all that it- matters.
1: Does that reflect did you buy for love now? for someone's bike or disdain for someone's bike? Does it
0: do they hurt, hate their bike
1: or do they love their bike? Based this on the stage you saw bike. it in
0: a parking lot, what do you think? This dude loves his bike. He's having fun with it. That's what I think too. Yeah. But that's the only that's the only thing I can say oh, about it. Is that
2: a water bottle? Over? Yeah, it's a little water bottle. Wow. He's got a little water bottle wow. guy right there.
0: <laughs> Uh, but we skipped past so many boys just to find <laughs> yeah. that because we had... Uh, that was and, a good one. That was a good one. 50s. Oh, God.
2: All right, but you also put Spite in a bad mood.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, man. A 2013 FZ-8 from Breadneck. These are really cool. Nice. Um, He's even got a little video. I didn't know you could even get a Power <laughs> Commander 5 for these. I uh, thought they were too old um fz8s are cool little bikes they really are um they're like a little bit tamer than the uh fz1 um i think is it a triple or is it inline four inline four
1: the same thing how many pipes are there four of them
0: yeah it's an inline four um yep handles pretty good uh and you can get them so crazy cheap too which that's the best part about these you see these going for like three or four grand and they're such a great bike and this is what i'm talking about low um low strung inline four that'll last forever yep um they're ugly but they just they just work what do you think is uglier is it this or the new mts
2: the new mts but but how they ride, I'd still pick an MT.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, that looks classic. It's kind of ugly, but
0: from the from the rider's seat, there it's a lot more.
2: Can you zoom appropriate. in on it. Yeah, I like the headlight better than the MTs.
0: Yeah, I think, I still feel like you could pop, you could probably prop, uh, prop, you could pop a round headlight on this really quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would that would look sweet on this for sure um next up we've got corgi has a cb125 resto bike this one's a uh, man after your own heart here with this he, uh, i was confusing right? it with
2: one that Very he just cool. bought but i think it was just the frame for uh an electric conversion yeah look at that on the other picture that you can just burn the hell out of your
0: thigh yeah burn yeah. it up <laughs> Look at the brake pedal too. It's like super crazy long. The Rebel um the Rebel 250 has the same brake pedal. Feels like ass.
1: It has to be long. You have to apply like a hundred pounds of force to get the thing to stop.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you
1: need all the leverage you can have.
0: This. Oh, this is f-ing cool. The 1987 Magna when these run yeah. they're so awesome. Never heard of it. Uh, V4 Cruiser. Before Ooh. this was between the Vmax 1 and Vmax 2 was the Magna. Off.
2: That's interesting.
0: Yeah. And you can you can get these in good running order and they're so so cool. They sound great, they look cool. It kind of looks like a um like an older version of the Fat Bob, does not it? it looks awesome oh, i'm
2: confusing it for the fat boy yeah not no the fat, boy. fat
1: bob fat
2: bob the one you like yes yeah yeah, yeah.
1: here's what i want to know how many carburetors
0: is it just two Ooh, let's see
1: because that would be awesome if it's not four of them
0: let's do a google yamaha uh magna carbs it's
1: not a honda
0: and survey says eBay doesn't tell me. Uh, no. 1982 carbs. Oh God! I can't oh even no! Tell from here,
2: it looks
0: so. This looks like a uh, 2 carbs set setup.
2: All
1: right, good. <laughs> That's what we wanted.
0: Yeah, but that looks complicated as. F- Ooh, pass 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 no no you need to make sure it runs if you're gonna buy a magna make sure it runs uh okay lava melon here with a oh, <laughs> oh that's so sad night
2: night we
0: went to sleep Good night. um little r7, <laughs> r7 taking taking a little nap by the garbage cans um this is why you gotta get uh uh what are they called Case covers. No, the, the, what are the pucks that stick out. Frame sliders. Frame sliders? Frame sliders. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like- the, white.
2: Yeah, the yep. white looks the white looks nice.
1: Yeah, with the red wheels. Oof. This
0: thing looks classy. I I the more I look at it, the more I really like the white.
2: Yeah, the the white with the black looks mm-hmm. Yeah, looks good.
0: And these things are so much fun around a racetrack. They're like a perfect little entry level track bike. Ton of fun. I like it. Uh, next up, we've just got a simple little Kawasaki something. Does not say what. Let me make it bigger. See if I can read what's on the tail. Er five.
2: Er five. All right.
0: So um,
2: five hundred. Right?
0: Yeah, it's the it's the old 500 parallel twin. How so, old? I mean, they were making these 30s. until so you could buy a 5N until like the mid 2000s, if I'm oh, not mistaken. Okay. Um, and they look just like this, so they look look like this from the mid 90s to the mid 2000s, because it was like the Ninja 250, which ran from like 1985 to 2007, completely unchanged.
1: Yeah. I think it is pretty, do. I think it is pretty inoffensive looks. You know, a lot of the bikes from that era, ugly, like
2: yes, 250 sport bikes
1: and stuff like that. Like, oh my gosh, get it out of here. But that just kind of, that looks like motorcycle.
0: It does look like motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Cool. I don't, you don't see too many of these around. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's air cooled yeah it's fins no maybe that's yeah. a little radiator and it just has fins hmm. interesting uh, what do we got here this is an 07 CBR from Ride Red that he has since sold and picked up a T120 Bonnie
2: kind of a, a little jump there right? jumping genres
0: I think his yeah. back was just tired
2: yes I'm tired <laughs> too
0: It's a journey, right?
1: Sometimes you got to get off a super sport and get on a standard.
2: I like that jump.
0: Don't you hate (laughs) the Bonnies, Josh? Don't don't you not like the way that they ride? Yeah, I don't don't love the Bonnies. Yeah.
2: I have, yeah, I've never had an interest. It's so weird. I think that that looks cool though, comparatively. I'm like, oh, I'd pick the.
0: Have you ridden one of these? Triumph.
2: I don't think so. I
0: kind of I, I like the way they sound. They sound really good, and they they're really smooth. Once you, again, you,
2: you were talking about the Triumph throttle. The, th- and- the
0: Triumph on all their bikes, save the uh, Trident, the throttle feels awesome.
2: Okay, the only one I remember riding is the Trident.
0: Yeah, the Trident was okay.
2: It was fun. You were on the Ducati, and I was trying to keep up with you on the on Mopac.
0: Which one was this?
2: I was on the Trident. You were on the Ducati, and you were just miles ahead of me. And I was like, Meh. "It was <laughs> like eighty-five. It didn't." I was like, "All right."
0: Yeah, it was. It's a. It's a good little beginner bike. Um,
2: I've seen a couple here in town. A couple mm-hmm. here in person.
0: I would recommend a Trident over a Versus. Yeah. Any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, T fits. Okay, so this is one that I really need to ride, and I still haven't. And it drives me nuts.
2: Is he in Texas? He must be. The way you're saying that.
0: I don't, well, I mean, I'm not or sure if he's in Texas. It's the bike specifically. Oh, okay. So this is the CB1000R. Mm. Um, this is Honda's Hyper Naked, the inline four. It's like their Super Hornet again. All right. Um, yeah. I haven't ridden one, and I'd be very interested to see what it's like. Um, they look interesting. This, I think this is the black edition too, which is like the super fancy looking one. Um.
1: I bet it sounds great with that exhaust.
0: Yeah, I bet it sounds really cool. The only problem is I wonder if the Honda inline 4 I wonder how it feels. I got to imagine it feels like it came right out of a car. Why? Just because Honda Honda engines don't really have a lot of panache. They work forever and they sound good, but they just they're not really inspiring. The only ones that oh, I've felt I've- from
2: I feel like they were so ahead of their time however many decades ago, and they were really pushing the envelope, and they were f***ing awesome, but then they just felt like they became, like, design-wise, they weren't really pretty. They are just, like, really all built by machines, and mm-hmm. they didn't really care, and it was dialed in, and they moved on to other s***, which is what it felt like.
0: Their mid-2000 in-line fours are chef's kiss good. They're all awesome. I love them all.
2: And then everybody retired.
0: And then everybody retired. Okay. <laughs> yeah but i do still want to ride it i think it's outrageously it's, it, it, overexpensive for what it is how because much is it's it? a honda uh i think the black edition i'm, I'm gonna pull this up just for giggles price on them is actually it's not too bad so they're 12 9, 9, 9. okay that's not too bad the black oh and that is for the black actually i take that back that's a great price for that motorcycle for 140 horsepower, which I think is what that makes. Sure. Oh, that, that wheel looks good too. It's got the single sided swing arm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Find something interesting. Cause unfortunately, Stank Nooner and MTO7. <laughs> everybody's got one. Uh Gladius, Josh. What do you think about the Gladius? Go.
1: Oh, I love the Gladius. I've got no issue with it. I don't think it looks great, but that's okay. I don't necessarily think all SVs look absolutely great. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I haven't ridden one, though. So, you know, maybe I'd jump on one and I'd have a different opinion. But at this point, I have no reason to dislike them. And I know they are even still today used. Uh, they are discounted for as new as they are, um, you know, because before that, you've got to go to a, a second gen like I have. And that's, that's an old bike now. That's a almost, you know. 20 year old bike so uh yeah go for it ride them those things are out there and they need to be ridden
0: yeah this one here it's it actually doesn't look too bad i'm gonna see if i can make it bigger
2: yeah what's with these faraway pictures guys
0: man that is clean holy cow i
2: like how that looks it looks like a beefy beefcake i like that frame too
0: yeah That's actually really solid.
2: Are those beefy, you know, you look at wheels and no, probably because you're a dude. Are those beefy wheels that that rear looks beefy? Or is it just like the perspective?
0: I think it's the perspective. Uh, SVs run 160s at the rear. Oh. So they're actually a little bit smaller. Right? Am I right?
1: You're right. Yeah. But a lot of people put 180s on them, you know. Can you
0: squeeze a 180 on there? Yep. It
1: will go. Yep.
0: Okay, uh Blotter Vstrom these uh, are <laughs> ugly.
2: Yeah, that I do not understand. They're so
0: ugly. Oh my god. And um they just look they look ginormous and they look when dude,
2: everything about that is ugly. Look at that exhaust. It's like so <laughs> like the person who designed it was blind. What are you doing?
0: From behind it literally looks like a gigantic scooter.
2: What is wrong? Wait, who makes that?
0: Suzuki. What? <laughs> well, they don't make it anymore. They make the DE. What the f- Look yeah. Look at
2: that that's like a blob from here.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's an, an
2: amorphous blob. <laughs> this is an
0: ugly monster. Oh my god.
2: It probably it runs it. You probably can't even
1: hear it. I bet there's like no sound that comes out of that motorcycle. Oh yeah, but
0: absolute whisper yeah, look quiet. At that
2: bread box. it's massive. Oh, there's twin a
0: gigantic heights. top case, and he's got your butt sticker on there.
2: Oh, I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> I take it all back. You're the nicest, sweetest. <laughs> no, I don't. Ha- I don't ever knock the rider. You know, it's like I haven't ridden it, so I don't know. But God damn that there's no curves to it
0: yeah it's there's no a,
2: lines
0: such an ugly motorcycle <laughs> i'm sure it does the thing but yikes also that windshield looks like it's the size of a boogie board
2: what year is that uh Strombone. it looks like a bony.
0: i have no idea no, 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 mid to mid, mid to late twenty teens. Oh
2: six, yeah, early early two thousands. Ah, yeah. That that was an early two thousands bike for sure. It looked like it. Yeah.
0: So Nest Cafe here, a V eighty five TT in a giant arrow Stitch banana suit.
2: Dude, banana suits are where it's at. <laughs> I've got one. They save your ass.
0: Um. So I was actually he was on the Twisted Sisters ride, and I'm not gonna lie. When we were running through the rain, I was definitely a little jealous of the arrow stitch. Yes. I need to get myself a nice adventure suit. Yes, But then again, I could just put the bike in the van and then not have to ride in the rain anymore. That's the plan? That's the plan. Uh, let's do a couple <laughs> well, more real quick to, to round out. Um, see if there's anything interesting. Uh, okay. There's... That's... <laughs> That's definitely fake, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the bike is on just the side. Binoculars. That's that's just Toaster doing Toaster for you. Um, let's see. Okay, last one. Summit Coyote with the 300NK. This is a CF oh, Moto.
2: Oh, how do you like that, Coyote?
0: What do you guys think of the uh, looks on this guy? Because this is one that I actually think... Is a little bit polarizing. I could see somebody liking it and I could see somebody being like, That is the ugliest thing ever.
2: I don't like yeah. it, but at the price point, I don't care. That's mm-hmm. true. You know, you're like, God damn, I can get that for how much are those? Four or like five grand. Three
1: grand, four, four grand. grand. Three think, grand like, no. I think way. they're like I think they yeah. I think they're exactly four grand for the the nk Yeah. I mean, I'm and if you're than. comparing it to a Honda Grom, I don't like the way Groms look either. But yeah, no one complains about Honda that. Honda. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I would rather have this than a Grom. Are you kidding me? Oh, totally. I?
1: I
2: absolutely would. Thirty nine ninety nine. Whoa! To ride the, the four fifty. You don't care what it looks like at that point because what's your payment? A dollar a month? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah.
0: that is stupid cheap. Um. That is the beauty of these CF motos. I really gotta ride some more.
2: It's gonna be at Coda. Send, we can go send, this weekend. They're bringing yeah. all the bikes to Coda. That's what he was talking about.
0: Send me, send me your guys' guy guys okay. number. I wanna, <laughs> I wanna ride some CF moto bikes.
1: Yeah, CF to. moto
0: possible sponsor.
1: He has the new 450 SS there, and it just launched in the US. So
2: yeah, that's gonna slam.
0: It's gonna slam so hard.
2: Be a good bike.
0: Um. Okay. We are now officially over an hour and ten minutes. So, with that, we're going to call it a day. And next time, we will be bringing the meme contest back with
2: some What's Diet
0: Coke sponsorship. Oh yeah, memes. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Ooh, this is so, gonna be a good one. Oh, nice. the
0: the point with the Diet Coke sponsor memes is to basically. I'm 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 always got I've got me a Diet Coke usually around. That's the only thing I'm addicted to. His, other than uh, a good time.
2: DCA <laughs> your alcohol or your Diet Coke blood content
0: is very high. It's very high. It's yes.
2: mostly Diet Coke. Uh,
0: don't don't talk to me until I've had my Diet Coke <laughs> in the morning. Um, I literally don't drink coffee. So uh, make yourself some memes or uh, like basically anything with me and Diet Coke. But I would love to see you guys going after like you're making the elevator pitch. Yeah, we want to see Spites some. Spites Corner like ele- elevator pitch to Diet Coke or to Coke. For a sponsorship that I would love.
2: I think when you're when a cardo's on the line, they gotta be good.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna be giving away another cardo next week. So bring your a game and make the best Diet Coke sponsorship memes that you possibly can. Uh, We're looking for videos. We're looking for stuff that's going to make us laugh our asses off because there were some in the last run, which I still got to post some up to Instagram. They made literally made me snort while we were watching.
2: It. One of them <laughs> broke us. Yes. Too. <laughs> they, they were so
0: good. So you're going to bring the heat next week, hopefully with your memes. And uh, there will be a Cardo up on offer. If you are out there at the tail end of this podcast and you would like to join in potentially win a Cardo, all of the information is down in the description below, uh, and I just realized now, f- Josh, where can <laughs> they go to find the audio-only version?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it is a, it pretty much all the main places you'd go to look for a podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts, it's on Spotify, it's on Google Podcasts, and some other services here and there, like iHeartMedia and some podcast apps.
2: Uh, pain, but pain yeah. Wars.
0: Sweet. Uh, yeah, and all I got to do is search for Bottom Sprocket, yeah?
1: Bottom Sprocket, it'll come up.
0: Sweet, because I'm the kind of moron who just listens to all my podcasts on YouTube. So I just assumed everybody else would do it.
2: No, I'm an audio only sort of freak.
1: Yeah, I use Google.
0: Well, uh, you can find it in all those places. And uh, because I forgot about this until the very end, I will have probably (laughs) shoehorned something in the beginning. Yeah, But with that, we're going to call it a night and we're going to call it a podcast. See you next week for some glorious memes.